Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. I am Paul. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. Life, um, mm, mm, life finds, finds a, way. a way. Hold your butts. <laughs> hold on to your butts. Cue the team music. That is one big pile of shit. Life uh, finds a way. We're going to talk today about Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Not Jurassic Park, the movie that Ross from Friends recommended be done. Jurassic Park's from Steven Spielberg, done in 1993. And it is about a crazy old man who brings a paleontologist and a paleobotanist to his island, along with a chaotician and a lawyer, a blood-sucking lawyer, I believe, to evaluate his new theme park, Jurassic Park, which has actual living dinosaurs and a initial introductory theme ride that he is intended to be there every time it runs. Yeah, he's gonna he's he's like the CEO of the company, and he's gonna stand around and 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 with the tourists every time they go through the ride. It's well, the, which this brings me to my very first question: is why did the old man bring <laughs> Sam Neill and Laura Dern to the park? It's like we're gonna start this thing called Netflix. Let's get some people from Blockbuster Video <laughs> and give us their opinions of what whether this will work or not. <laughs> I was I was actually surprised in the early stages of this movie that uh, Sam Neill's character and yes he's a paleontologist and he digs up bones and he must have some theories about dinosaur behavior but he speaks so confidently like ah oh, T Rex's movement is based on or T Rex's site is based on movement. This is a known fact. Everybody. No, the details he gets into about the raptor are insane. About like how they pre- how they, how they won't on animals and they won't bite your jugular. Like how does he know and that from bones? One will stare at you from the front while the attack comes from the <laughs> yeah, sides. That's pretty Where the fuck specific, does this buddy. Come from? And he he enlightens us. This uh, this information comes about because they're in a dig, and a small child apparently wanders up to the scientific <laughs> dig. Winds them up, yeah, gets them all salty, and gets them all uh, excited about this. It's like, where is this child coming from? Is this like a tourist? But, area? And what what parent there let him talk to their kid like that? Yeah. They would just either be like, "Shut up, kid, and go away," or as he was like doing the slash across <laughs> the belly, they'd be like, "Okay, that's a bit much." Yeah, dial and it down. Laura Dern's laughing like she's like, <laughs> "He slices kids' bellies open." Well, yeah, Laura Dern laughs for, through like an idiot through almost About. every scene up until the last, I don't know, third of the movie. We're skipping over the first two scenes, which also don't, I thought were interesting because the first scene, the technology at the park is so sophisticated for 1993, let's say, that they have to have a man open the fucking door for the raptor to yeah, get into to the thing. Yeah, he has to stand up on the he cage and pull Be- this yeah. giant metal door Because the sophistication of that park, and that was locked in place like with concrete and steel and somehow... Yeah, the raptor. Although I do really like the opening when you see something rustling in the leaves and you don't know what it is. That that built the tension up because I'm like, this is a movie about dinosaurs and they're gonna throw something at us right now. It's like, and then all of a sudden it was a metal cage. But then, but then skip to the lawyer now going to I don't know what country they were in. I think it was Costa Rica. uh, No, I don't know where. But But, the amber mine. But the confusing thing was he was asking the guy who (laughs) digs up. The fucking Amber, if he could take people to the park. I don't understand. I still don't know what was going on yeah, there. Yeah, that's not clear. Why like, was he having a conversation with that guy? Why was the lawyer doing that? Yeah. yeah. But why was the lawyer talking to the dig guy? No, 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 no. Not just the lawyer. The lawyer representing the investors in the Jurassic Park. Yeah. 
He wasn't. He wasn't John's personal lawyer. No. no, but why was he talking to the 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 dirty mining guy? I don't understand. Like, what was he asking him permission for? That guy just digs shit. I don't know. What does He's that guy have to digger. do with? What does that have to do with anything? I don't know. Yeah, that so was, this, this, that was this movie is full of questions. I like. I just had so many questions when I was watching this. I'm like, I this never dawned on me when I not watched it in '93. So '93, I would have been in high school, and of course, the spectacle of this movie would have been what pulled a lot of people to it initially because the practic, the mix of practical and special effects. So on this rewatch um, in high def, uh, the some of the far away shots of dinosaurs look good. The up close CG stuff, which unfortunately includes the first scene where they arrive on the island and they're driving yeah, the jeep and there's the big right. brachiosaurus. It just there, so two things about this bother me. One is that it was obvious CG, which didn't look great. It looked like Play-Doh. And two, it, did. It, it always bothers me with CG when the characters don't react appropriately to something that's not obviously not happening in front of them in real life, but it is happening in this world. And they are standing dangerously close to this giant dinosaur. But they, but they can. And you're it forgetting. like jumps up and then and its feet come down and they're just still just standing there like nothing's happening. But you're forgetting, John, but they're they're vegetarians. So then it's okay. Vegisauruses. Vegisauruses yeah. can't step on them. Yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> you know what, though? kids? If you're, if you're not scared of animals that are vegetarian, just go up to an elephant when you're in the, in the African bush and see if you can pet his nose. Because he's a vegetarian. <laughs> or a fucking rhinoceros. They're vegetarians. Hey, look, a vegetarian. I'm going to go pet him. Okay, but so as for the special effects, I will say the Trent, the T-Rex the looks fantastic at night. So I feel like the, the, the opening scene where you first reveal the dinosaurs because the dinosaur doesn't look good anymore, surprisingly, because I was shocked when I saw it, how oh, badly yeah. it looked. Uh, Their reactions make that scene silly now. Yeah. It seems know. like I, a joke. It lost almost. a lot of credibility because it's supposed like their reactions as actors, like when they pull up in the Jeep. Are so authentic and yeah, the dinosaur looks like, so shocked. shady. And then, yeah, it just doesn't look I disagree. Great. I, I, really? I think for the time, I think it was amazing. For the time, I, absolutely. I, I'm still, but that's I, a whole I still aspect. believe the effects in Jurassic Park over the effects in Jurassic World. To me, the ones in Park are more believable. That's how fucking disappointed I was some, in Jurassic Some World. of them, yes. The T-Rex, like I said, pretty much all of the time looks fine. And we, I don't, we look don't... back at Jurassic Park as like a, a CG movie, but people forget how many of those shots were like practical. real practical yeah. effects. And that, that makes all the difference when the T-Rex is attacking the kids in the car and the teeth are coming down through the glass roof. I'm like genuinely concerned. And the sound design. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, absolutely. All the T-Rex stuff, especially the introduction to the T-Rex, is amazing amazing the the directing is excellent with the the tremors the dinosaur breaking through the top and almost eating them pushing the car around and stuff but john had a very interesting point that i never noticed before about the t-rex yeah when, when he only takes a step every like 25 seconds or well so. that that's true <laughs> except for this scene where he chases them um but the t-rex comes through the fence and attacks them all and then turns around and pushes the car back through the hole in the fence that it made, and all of a sudden there's like a 100-foot drop-off. Why is the dam there? Isn't that where the Trenosaurus Rex was? Is where the dam is? It makes no sense. Yeah. Oh, I, I watched. I tried to watch it really carefully to see if it's not possible or if it, it's a camera trick or something, but I it looks like... it was a different area. Where the goat was they now... They didn't go anywhere, did they? No, no they didn't they go anywhere. Down. Yeah. So where okay. the goat was is where that. the dam is, That's which right. makes no sense. And... and um, 
what is her name? Dr. Sadler? Laura Dern. Laura Dern's character. Her and the game warden guy, who, why wasn't he with them on their thing as they're going around the park? Anyway, the game warden guy are able to find a way to get down into the gully where, um, where Dr. Grant and the kids fell. And I guess, th I guess the answer to this is because the T-Rex was up there, but I might have like maybe tried to wait around and go back up into the non-dinosaur area and follow the road back to the park instead of traversing across dinosaur-infested areas. Um, that's yeah. pretty that's observant. just me. Because my biggest observation of that scene was, why doesn't the T-Rex blink? <laughs> he doesn't blink? I, I didn't notice any dinosaur blinking in the whole fucking movie, but maybe oh, I just missed it. Maybe they don't. I don't know. Maybe well, Worth we another watch. <laughs> okay, so like the effects at the time were mind blowing. Like, so I wouldn't have noticed that the first dinosaur they run into looks that CG. I, I would like have been, I would have been blown one. away because in '93 we weren't getting shit like this with this kind of you know, like the Star Wars movies weren't even. And I don't disagree close. with Paul. I think the special effects are good in this movie. I just felt that for some reason that first dinosaur looked really bad. No, you're right. That 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 scene was quite bad. For it was badly framed, and it was uh, the depth of field was terrible and the actors reactions all made that entire composite awful to watch yeah and having said that uh banner in the hulkbuster <laughs> outfit in avengers also was fucking terrible and, and i mean that's a brand new movie right yeah that yeah so you gotta you gotta watch where you compare and like your comparison to jurassic world and how writer doesn't look and i'm gonna be i'm always a huge supporter of the mix between practical and cg because if you have practical effects for the main parts where your eyes focus and then CG the rest, then you don't notice. Yeah. And it looks lots better. If you can't go all practical. Right. Um, like that's the why the Matrix looks good. The Triceratops in that movie looks yeah, amazing. That's, that's great all model, a model. Right? Yeah. That's if you, if you want to ruin all the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park, do yourself a... Well, don't do yourself a favor. Just turn the volume down on your TV and you watch <laughs> it go, oh, this is kind of lame. Because the sound design makes that shit. Oh, yeah. That's good. Huge. I never actually thought of that. That's true. Well, let's talk about the characters a little bit. The cast I, is great in this. I, I thought that too. Um, so Laura Dern and, and Sam Neill do really, really well as the kind of the main... I mean, Sam's, Sam Neill's kind of the main guy, but everyone else plays a, plays a pivotal role. Love, love, love Jeff Goldblum in this. Love He's everything about his character. character. How, however he manages to come together, and I don't know, like this must have like really put him on the map as a quote-unquote sexy guy. Yeah. Because so I never would have thought of that like, before. He's that doing Sex Panther ad. They yeah. always laid out. And he doesn't even have any. There's like, no dialogue for him in that scene. As soon scene. as that came up, I'm like, why? Why is a shot in the movie? Yeah. The, gra the greatest. The greatest. Is he gonna sell thing, me vodka or something? The, the greatest thing they do with his character is also they use him sparingly. Yeah. So because you don't see him that much, when you do see him, it's great. And like his dialogue, hands down, is the best. So my favorite scene in this movie, and the only thing that I really feel like still gives this movie that that extra the the depth is the scene where they're having dinner, the Chilean sea bass, which they don't touch. And he talks about very eloquently about why this was a terrible mistake. I love that. Actually, all of the dialogue in that scene, Every, yeah. almost all the dialogue out of his mouth that was given to him was really he was. You're right. It was very well done, and they used him and well sparingly. delivered. Yeah, well yeah. written and well delivered. But you know what? All of the actors overcame really some weak writing. I thought Sam Neill did better than what was written for him. Me Certainly, too. Laura yeah. Dern did. Yeah. Absolutely, smile like an idiot every yeah. fucking scene. Even yeah. the kids. I mean, you're going to disagree with me, Colin. I thought the kids did a good job. They were annoying, but they were supposed to be. Annoying. I know that's yeah. true. I just, yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll give that. I did. I didn't like the kids, but yeah, you're right. They. 
they that's what they I wasn't supposed to like the kid. I also I don't <clears throat> typically like children in the movie when they're the ones like just fucking about because that's what kids do causing things like in, with the T-Rex where she ha- pulls out the lamp and then can't shut it off. And as an adult, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? But yeah. it's a kid. So it's just to kind of move things along. I'm not a huge fan of that plot device, but I was excited how do? excited she was about the CD-ROM feature in the vehicle they were in. <laughs> yes, interactive CD-ROM. I was like, oh, okay. I, I'll have to touch briefly yeah, on the if fact you're excited, that I'm excited. Later on, they have they have um, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, who is a computer wizard who can't figure shit out, and she sits down and she's like, "It's a Unix system. <laughs> uh, what does that even matter? That's like saying it's Windows. I know how to hack. <laughs> Fuck off. It's I'm this, a hacker. And then this, she has that graphic user interface face for her hacking where she just kind of clicks on things goes randomly. around and clicks oh no that's not it that's not it oh and why doesn't tim go get the fucking shotgun for them yeah yeah tim just sits there while like, they're just like struggling her shoulder just tap her shoulder more okay action i actually think she's the worst actually i don't mind the tim character so much oh, i despise the tim character more than her absolutely i don't know he's I... too earnest for me he just needs a smack and <laughs> why didn't he crawl through the fence time. he could have obviously crawled through the fence instead of climbing up and over oh. it and then hanging oh, out when like, get the fuck down get yeah, the fuck just, down and, and when he's he... got a full like six minutes where he's on the fence like get the fuck and off. when he gets blown off the fence <laughs> me and john burst out laughing yeah, yeah. we laughed so hard we were wound we rewound it. You know what? It's that, pretty awesome. And I think about it now. If you guys talk about it, the boy should have died. That maybe, yeah. Well, considering because this the only movie people that died in... were unlikable people or people characters that were not fully developed. Yeah. Samuel Jackson's character was not fully developed at all. Well, what character? And He's the like, rest, just, yeah. just a gruff black Hold guy. Your butts. Butts. But the rest, everybody else, like fat, the fat guy and the lawyer. Nobody likes them, so yeah. we'll just kill them and we'll get. And a good how does the game warden wear shorts that are too short? And why is Samuel yeah. Jackson's arm just? Just yeah, where did hanging that out on the from? wall. And she for thought some that reason. was him. Like, like if a if an arm just limply lands on your shoulder, would you just go like, oh shocks? <laughs> but so, why was it there? What, did it splat onto the wall and slide down the wall? It doesn't make any sense. No, with no other blood in the room from an attack. And then the raptor comes from like through some pipes. I don't I, No, it was behind like some cables. Or yeah, something. like I don't it know. Was eating Samuel L. Jackson. In so the, the you know what he was doing up there? Holding his butt. Uh, yeah, probably <laughs> forever. Forever holding and his butt. And then the Newman, I just call him Newman because I don't well, know his have name. To. Well, this Knight. is really interesting. I Wayne love Knight. Wayne Knight. His stuff is really interesting. And I think this is what Colin was going to jump into is that he's kind of going in to break in, do some espionage shit. He's the reason everything starts going crazy. But once that part is complete, I felt like there was a real missed opportunity. Yeah, with, doesn't with, make any with, sense. If they're going to set... Because this movie doesn't really set up a sequel in an obvious way, except that the dinosaurs don't die at the end. And but they, I think they, if they had played out that Newman stuff appropriately, they could have really done a cool... And I don't know what they would have done with it. But like the <clears throat> other weird thing about his shit too was there. there's a huge tropical storm coming to the island and devastating the island. Everyone's like, let's get on a ship. Yeah, let's what? get on the boat and let's get out of here. Let's hurry and get on a boat in yeah. a no, fucking hurricane? In the hatch no one's stay doing underground. that. And so Colin made another good point that, you know, he's driving and he's like, yes, his glasses are a little fog, but does he not know the way? Has he never gotten on? Like, yeah, obviously he he's sign? been off once He designed before. all the infrastructure for the yeah. whole island. He, you'd think he'd come oh, across Oh, shit, do map. I go left or right at the first turn on the road? What yeah, a fucking Yeah, he doesn't idiot. need that fucking sign. Like, what the hell? That made no sense. Yeah, yeah. then... Then another thing kind of came up to me. As he's escaping, he runs into that crazy spit, poison spit. So 
When the security features of the park go offline, I understand how T-Rex gets out because he fucking bowls over his cage, but do all the animals just automatically escape? Because where Newman was after he falls they down that doors, thing, yeah. um, he is right by a roadway that has a sign to the east uh, dock. But then this dinosaur is here. So, like, did all the dinosaurs just magically Instantly escape? get out of their cages. Yeah, they're like, hey, I tried these doors. We're all problem-solving smart. Yeah, why were they all checking the fences? Like, they know the fences are electric, and all of a sudden, as soon as the fences go down, every dinosaur, like, breaks out. It makes no sense. What was established early on was that John... Uh, ha- what's his name? Hammond. Hammond is there supposedly for the birth of every, di- every dinosaur. Yeah, so every they single bond one. with him. Yeah. And I'm thinking... Why the fuck doesn't he just go out then since they all love him and worship him and consider him a mother figure and go, really, my children, calm the fuck down. But he doesn't. <laughs> that also no. makes... He just hides in the basement and goes, uh, well, yeah, things are going bad here. That yeah. also makes no sense that he's there for every dinosaur birth either because like when he... That's not how you bond with reptiles. <laughs> if I that was think a you fucking can case, bond with reptiles. Steve Irwin would just bond with crocodiles yeah. and he wouldn't, you know, be dead today. Yeah. Oh, I, no, that was a stinger. I always okay, well, that. whatever. But the thing is, is he wouldn't have to wrestle them in a submission if he already bonded with them at birth. I, I They're always, reptiles. I always thought about that as his, like, his delusion that he was actually doing that, and uh, then he just insisted on being there, but that nothing was leaned, actually in his control. They leaned on that bird horse shit a lot in the movie, and that was a, a bad example of leaning on a bird thing too much. And what's much. the bird yeah. thing? I, like, I don't understand like the with, point of the like, bird if thing. If you've got like whooping cranes, for example, they're, they were almost in the brink of extinction, and when they were trying to raise captive whooping cranes to release back in the wild, what they did was they had eggs, and they would have whooping crane puppets when the chicks were born, so that they bonded with peoples or uh, a figure so they could later release them in the wild. They do that with birds because that's a thing that birds do. Not reptiles. Just by the way, we cl- we're clear on this. Doesn't work on reptiles, <laughs> just on certain birds. We're now doing does this animal species And hold also up? when he goes on about but you'll never look at birds the same way again. No, we just saw a T-Rex whose arms are like little tiny twigs. I'm not going to think of a fucking bird when I see that. Yeah, that's <laughs> but true. But thanks for the analogy. Nice one, Sam. It's true. And Sam also, he's like, instantly once he sees eggs on Jurassic Park, he's like, well, reptiles have known to be asexual when they need to be. And all your scientists at Jurassic Park just never considered that when they used frog DNA. Oh, it's only a specific type of. It's an uh, Eastern African tree frog. Uh, of it was, course. It's not all yeah. frogs, just that particular one, yeah, which so they... must have been conveniently the one, <laughs> the one that they, they used. used. And since when can you use amphibian DNA to fill in holes in a sequence of a reptile? I, that hurt, that <laughs> whole like, thing like hurt my brain. If you're, if you're in ancient Egypt digging up like pharaohs and stuff, it's like, oh, we've got some pharaoh DNA here, but there's sequences missing, so we used a cat. Yeah. It's like, that doesn't work people. that way. <laughs> well, the old ancient Egyptians, they like cats. So you just use cat DNA. It all makes sense. Again, in, in 93, and the way they presented that whole, uh, that video, again, where John is going to have to be and everyone to read his lines back with John Hammond, which doesn't make any sense. After but, a day, he would stop doing yeah, that. He'd be, like, he'd be like, fuck I this. I spend no expense, yeah. but I don't want to fucking do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for saying that because it'll he be like was Steve really, Gates. really Scottish at the beginning of the movie. And then he was English for the rest of the movie. <laughs> when John was, that's, so interesting that you said that because when John would do impressions of him, John would be Irish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking island of dinosaurs is crazy. Uh, all those pricks from the UK are all the same anyway. I, and Uh-oh. that's Richard Attenborough I'm kidding, as I'm well. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's Richard Attenborough as well. So yeah. if he can't you mean fuck David him. Attenborough? No, it's Richard. Oh, which, which is one it? of the Attenboroughs. David is the blue is the planet Earth guy, but that's not him. That's his brother. Right. Rit- 
Whatever. That was Richard. I checked. Sir, okay, I'm sure they're knighted and great voices. But um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so that whole presentation of how they made the dinosaurs, getting the blood from the amber from the mosquitoes, and then plugging in. I I kind of just uh, you have to go along with that. You don't think too I much guess. about it. And I don't know enough about DNA to really question it, except to say that now. Well, it's like dicey. computer code. So if you have, let's say, Quicken, which is an accounting software, <laughs> and some of the code is broken from your accounting software, you wouldn't go fill in the missing code with I don't know mist or uh or doom <laughs> expect your fucking now, I bet your I, accounting software to still work properly i bet lex could do that in this movie because it might be on a unix system yeah so so john hammond was not only going to be on every single tour and meet like every single guest that came through the park but he was also going to be at the birth of every dinosaur yeah he's yeah. pretty busy so guy. it would be like steve it would be like bill gates or steve yeah. jobs doing handing, that yeah handing your phone yeah. So, so <laughs> Hammond, Hammond ends up saying that, um, you know, he wants to have this be an accessible park for everybody. And I'm like, it's on a little island in the middle of nowhere. So $10,000 flights yeah, exactly. for everyone. But the facilities they have are just not that big. Um, Tiny. Which, and which, there's no, where's the hotel? Yeah, there's nothing. And maybe that was going to be coming, but it looks like that park is meant for like one or two families at a time to fly in. And they have like maybe two or three. Yeah. Which interesting is they had the, they had the lunchbox and the t-shirts already, but no accommodations for the guests. Yeah. <laughs> it was really poorly planned. I yeah, think. because. And they're still like painting. and It sticks out more so with your, when you watch Jurassic World, because that's what it would that's have been. Theme, right. That's yeah, what you right. would have needed to, to maintain Personally, from a branding perspective, if I was trying to uh, promote live animals, I wouldn't use a skeleton as my fucking logo. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point as well. Yeah, thank you. I, yeah. I, oh, so the special effects, what I want to say is the reason why I think they work so well in this and not as much in the other movies is because the dinosaurs they pick in the movies, in this particular movie, are very generic dinosaurs that we all know triceratops t-rex and they make them look exactly like we think they're gonna look whereas in the newer movies they create these weird purple dinosaurs that are mixes between raptors and t-rexes and our brains go this is bs that's cg yeah that's in my opinion of why they look better i just think it's shitty cg I, that's what i think the t-rex I don't, I don't fully disagree with you but i, I just think is it's it's a, become a lazy tool it's just overused and a lazy tool. It's just like a cow with wings. If you see a cow with wings on a movie, you no, automatically right. say, no, that's bullshit. But if you see a T-Rex and it looks exactly like what your brain thinks it looks like, then you accept it quicker. Whereas the sea monster in Jurassic World are the little fucking T-Rexes with wings, whatever the fuck those things are. It all looks so stupid. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's Fair how enough. I feel anyway. Right. Fair enough. That's how I equate it, because the special effects should be getting better. Yeah. But they're just trying to make more outrageous, crazy shit. Well, they even tried that before the Jurassic World movie. They tried that in 3, I think. They had to create a new hybrid dinosaur. Because it, just, dinosaur. it wasn't enough just to have... Because T-Rex was more of a figure in the second one when it went mad in the city. But if you did stop and look at what bullshit. Jurassic Park was, what can you possibly do? other than repeat the exact same formula to make yeah. more of these fucking movies. And when the answer to it is you like nuke the island or you just send in some warplanes. Yeah, exactly. And like spare a, no expense. An alien movie. I mean, yeah. I love aliens, but beyond like one or two, what the fuck else can you do with No, them? nothing. Or Predators or any of that. Well, crap. you can do a prequel and yeah, then a yeah. sequel <laughs> uh, and then do more and it's all uh, Yeah, it's Predator all versus uh, 
T-Rex or something. That's, That's actually a good idea. Hey. Mm. Predator versus mm. Jurassic Park. Yeah. Jurassic Predator. So the so the other thing that really bothered me about this movie was uh, the ending. Yes. It's so Absolutely. bad. They well, really and the, fizzle and the, out. And the raptors themselves. Yes, they set up that they're problem-solving smart, but they're like... Based on what again? We don't. We don't. Well, know. they they say that they try the fences and and that you know. No, but based on bones. Oh no! I j- no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when they breed, like he seems to know. Yeah, based on bones, how smart they were, and then it's proven because everything he assumed is absolutely true. Yeah, that was word interesting for word too. too yeah. is, is his little exposition with the kid is like yeah. word for word. That's not just setting it up. That's now, like he, he guessed right bit. on every aspect yeah. of the dinosaurs. And yeah. then you know what? I was wondering. He had that. He had the Velociraptor claw there. Yeah. And he digs up bones. If he was like, I hate to bring up ancient Egypt again, but if he was in ancient Egypt digging up pharaohs, would he like grab himself a gemstone and, and keep it? In his a, pocket? A pharaoh's scepter. It's like, oh, this one's for me. This one's cool. <laughs> this one's it's the like coolest. He's got basically a part of the skeleton he's digging up. Yeah. It seems almost criminal to me. Yeah. To just keep close. pieces of it for himself. It's Someone close. else is paying for the dig. Yeah. He yeah. should just be pocketing. This will make a nice necklace. <laughs> Bones. <laughs> he's a digger and a thief. Um, but yeah, the Raptors are, are like so smart. They're like opening doors and potentially yeah. getting out of ice, ch- ice lockers, um, the deep freeze. Cause like, I don't know where that second Raptor at the end comes from. Um, they put the pin in the door too. There's no way that the other Raptor let that no. dinosaur out. Yeah. It makes no sense. It might have. No. And I also, my, one of my favorite parts of this movie is some of the Raptor introductions, especially near the end, they just kind of like are out of frame and then they come up with their heads and every time they do that I'm like hey guys how's it going <laughs> it's pretty funny you should try that there's two two or three scenes where you can do you that you could do voices yes but the raptors are so smart and that like them opening doors and stuff kind of takes me out of it a little bit yeah it's tense but they're really really good at opening doors I never understood when the T-Rex shows up in the big hero movement why he ate the velociraptors and it was uh, like yeah. the people are fucking slow one of them is an old man with a limp yeah they seem like pretty easy targets <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm gonna go after these fucking velociraptors yeah and in and, every other and scene why do you have a giant full scale scale uh skeleton in the lobby you've got the actual fucking dinosaurs outside i don't, I don't know it's like know. if you go see the Graceland and you have a live, uh, <laughs> repro- a re- live, you know, reproduction of Elvis. But then you have a skeleton. In the then you have a skeleton. When you get and you see the skeleton, yeah. and you get to see the yeah. real Elvis. The real but... Elvis was cool, but we should go look at the skeleton <laughs> in the lobby. <laughs> That's um, awesome. Okay, but, but the T Rex, who's like, they've made such a huge deal of it, like shaking the ground and being so obvious is somehow able to sneak <laughs> yeah. up on everybody in the middle of this building. Yeah, never mind the Velociraptor's <laughs> opening doors. How the fuck did the T-Rex open the door? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly right. That's exactly but right. So, so they have shotguns, yet they leave them on the ground and climb up into like air ducts. Yeah. And like the shotguns, John knows that shotgun. That's like a fully auto. Like you just Semi-auto, load it. Yeah. You, you just pull, go. You well, they pull never the fired. I don't think they fired one shot. He shot Grant the does, but it's in the background. It's while uh, Hammond is on the phone with him. You hear a couple of shots go off. You see a couple of little bullet, know, holes, in the bullet holes in the window. In the window, but oh. then he drops the gun and just runs away. <laughs> yeah, like know. from like close range, like you could have like destroyed that, gun that thing. Done. And if we're gonna talk about predator behavior, the only one thing I know about predator behavior is don't fucking run. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's a bear. It doesn't matter if it's a cougar. As they, soon as you run, their instincts kick in. That's 
yeah. and they will chase you well, down some and kill of, you. They say with a grizzly bear, you you like with a black bear, you can stand your ground and make yourself right. appear big. With a grizzly bear, you're just fucked. And I think with with raptors, you're pretty <laughs> much just fucked too. I think a brown bear, both bears, I'm fucked really. So when the raptors have them all dead to rights, all of them, what happens? Yeah, so hand of God, hand of God comes down, which yeah, is which the, is the T Rex comes out of nowhere, way, which is like a huge writing faux pas. Like anybody who knows anything about writing knows that the Greeks used to end all their plays this way, and a lot of writers make fun of that and say you should never end the play where where like something comes out of nowhere, like it should come through the characters, they should overcome, right. well but said. it's that they get saved. Yeah. So, so I'm not a huge cheesy. fan of that I still can't either. get past the velociraptors. <laughs> their way of hunting, it still kills me. It's like one stands in front and juggles or whatever, or plays a banjo and distracts the prey, while the other two come from the side. It's like, it's a great strategy, really. It's like, hey, look at me, look at me. And also... Clever girl. Clever girl. And Where also, did you learn to play the banjo? And also... The uh, him the way he uses his shotgun also makes no sense. He was using it as though he was a sniper. I yeah. was hunting a deer with like a <laughs> with a fucking oh, a hunting rifle. I'm yeah. surprised he didn't like assemble a scope and yeah. then put like a suppressor on and be like, yeah. oh, show up. Yeah, like, like just run up to the thing and fucking it. unload on it. Yeah. You just start firing like that's a shotgun. Yeah, if you're like 15, 20 feet away, you're going to kill it. You're not going to be able to miss. And based on based on the marks on the window, he was using buckshot, so it's just going to like shred that yeah. thing. I have a, I have a question. What was the point of the triceratops scene? Because oh. we established that the thing is sick and possibly dying, and maybe there's questionable plant life on the island, but they never went anywhere with it. No, and, they and, never answered that question. And the, yeah, the, that also goes nowhere. And I like the fact that you know this sick and you know it's. Have, it's dying and having trouble breathing, so let's lay on its chest. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's it's dying. I don't know what the problem is. The triceratops is like, if you get off my fucking chest, maybe I have a chance here. I can't fucking breathe because it's just 200 pounds leaning on me. So that goes nowhere, and then for some reason they have a close-up of Newman's fucking yeah, but jar. Laura, Laura Dern also digs in the shit and then takes it with her back to the yeah. And how did that dinosaur? What are you going to do with that? What are you going to do with that feces once you get back to the compound? Yeah. And the first, the first, the first shot of shit is bigger than the Triceratops. Yeah, so yeah. Like, does someone is, pilot for it? That's my job on Jurassic Park is to pilot the shit. That's then. what the horns are for. I guess to pile the shit. Up. It was it was the size of the dinosaur. So but like, I, I know the no answer sense. to your question though. The reason for having the Triceratops was number one, so they could have a to really split them up. well, yeah, to split them up was the answer. Uh, but also, people would want to see a Triceratops because. If you think of the top three dinosaurs you'd ever want to see, it's it's the Brontosaurus, the T-Rex, and the Triceratops. Without they, question, yeah. I'm surprised they waited a movie to put the pterodactyls in. But if you were walking in the forest and came across a sick animal, would you, A, stop and pet it? or No, lean, I'd go through it. I'd go through a shit. Or squeeze little bumps on its tongue uh. or wade around in its feces? Because personally, <laughs> I, wouldn't, a, I wouldn't do it. She's a paleobotanist. A, I've come across a, rabid ca a raccoon before, and I didn't no, do any of those No, you don't touch things. that shit. <laughs> she's a paleobotanist. So she technically gets to have the term doctor before her name, but that doesn't make her fucking apt to, yeah. <laughs> to like medically no, treat this not at all. extinct yeah. animal. Yeah, and exactly. the the other guy, they I'm walk take up this shit with me <laughs> to analyze it. They walk up from the tour, and she looks down in the animal's mouth, and then the the Jurassic Park employee just hands her a flashlight. He's like, "Here, stranger, I've never <laughs> met you. Have a flashlight and look a little yeah, closer." Yeah, he totally did. He yeah. like treated her an, as an equal for yeah. some weird automatically. Reason. Wow, yeah, I'm out of ideas. <clears throat> 
Maybe this lady's got some clue. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They're not eating this West African lilac, which is poisonous. I like her hat. So yeah. I will give her an, yeah. I will give her the benefit of the doubt. She's kind of cute. She smiles a lot. So. She looks like the kind of girl that would dig through shit for me. I also The like... only lady here on the island is basically Newman, so... <laughs> These are my options. Yeah, so the Newman thing, so Spielberg is very specific when he shows the canister fall out of Newman when he gets attacked and roll down the waterfall, camera follows it into the mud, camera follows the mud pouring onto it, and then why are we showing that? Who cares? Those... Th- those embryos are dead in 36 hours when yeah, the they freezing runs out. That. Plus, he's dead, so no one's ever going to find it. Yeah, so what is so, the purpose of yeah. showing it if it wasn't for something in the sequel or some shit like I don't that? Know. It's, it's That's question. what I thought. Someone would find that and be like, you know what we have here is like dinosaur embryos, and they were preserved by the mud. And yeah. it's like 50 years later. But they were smart enough to, to <clears throat> check and see that it wasn't just shaving cream. Yeah, seriously. And first of all, who has shaving cream on their desk at work? Yeah. Because I never did. Colin, do you keep <laughs> I... shaving cream and like toiletries on your desk at work? <laughs> I do not. So Colin, where's your fucking uh, mouthwash and toothpaste and all this shit all over your fucking desk? Leave me alone. I like to be clean, okay? Yeah. Who's going to shave at their desk? <laughs> I don't know. It's disgusting. But so anyway. And so Newman's like clipping his toe. Oh, no, <laughs> don't, don't do that. And also, and also when the dinosaur spits in Newman's face and he gets blinded, then it sneaks around his back and, and climbs inside in the car. vehicle. It's like, this looks like a good jeep. <laughs> I'll take it for a spin after I kill this guy. <laughs> that makes no sense yeah. either. It was a Ford Explorer though. I guess. Yeah. It was? I think the tour was... Ford must have given them a lot of money. No, there was Jeeps and there were Ford Explorers. I think the tours were in the Ford Explorers. And Newman, you're right, drove a Jeep. All of And all of the best dialogue... So maybe it was a lesbian dinosaur that wanted to get in the Jeep. Life uh, finds a way. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And he never tells anybody about the dinosaur eggs. So once again, he finds the dinosaur eggs and says, life finds a way. And then he doesn't tell anyone. No. I guess maybe he tells him on the chopper. I yeah, don't know. he probably would. He'd be, oh shit! Yeah, they're reproducing. Oh, I by forgot. The way. I should have mentioned this earlier, but sorry, that's what he would be saying. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was <laughs> like, what are you gonna say? I was I like, gotta, I got to poop right now. Give me five. <laughs> <laughs> we were both like waiting. No, like, I, I uh, meant that Goldblum would say that. Okay, he, so. So go, he look. had the best dialogue in the movie. Whoever wrote Jeff Goldblum's dialogue, yeah. he had the he was hitting on Laura Dern in front of yeah uh, in front of what's his face, and then he even mentioned asked him about their relationship and stuff. Yeah, talks about his ex. And he's like, I'm always looking for the next Miss X X Miss next X Miss uh, Malcolm or whatever. Malcolm. I think in the book. Uh, the old man there who was portrayed basically in the movie as a benevolent Santa Claus was more of an asshole, like he should have been, really. Yeah. A, a money-hungry, you know, prick that just wants yeah, to cash He was naive. In. I'd say he was naive in this. Yeah, you know, we got all these glitches and shit doesn't work and it's falling apart and breaking, but I'm going to send my grandkids out on the tour. Yeah, yeah. Well thought out. Yeah, that yeah, was, he was so naive. Nice. I, it was hard to... I spared no expense except yeah. for paying people to set up the infrastructure in your fucking park. Yeah. <laughs> That would take a team of like 50 people to set that up, but they got Newman to do it by himself. And if Newman was a computer expert, what was Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah, I don't know what his job was because he couldn't figure anything out. He was just like, that's not a 972 on the glitch yeah. list, my butt. And did it bother anyone that he was smoking? <clears throat> a lot. All the time. I, I thought it was fantastic. It harkened back to a day where you could just sit and smoke at your desk all day and hold on to your butt. 
Oh, I loved in the background <laughs> of all the scenes in the main control room, those red towers with the numbers going left and right and all over the place. I was like, what the fuck does that machine do? Yeah, there's a bunch of weird shit in that And they don't have enough room. computing power and cycles to do certain things. Like, I guess computers just weren't that powerful back then, but... Why does like, the Hammond DNA lab have to be on the island? <laughs> I don't know. They have all these scientists there <laughs> that are, that are making know. dinosaurs. It's like, past a yeah. certain point, you... Your job's done. Yeah. And they, like to get all the equipment there and then all the people there, like it'd be way cheaper to have that, that part of the operation somewhere else, like in a major city. Because we've already established that the embryos are viable if they're cooled for a certain period of time. Yeah. Just bring them in. I still feel like compared to the other Jurassic Parks, though, the structure of the script worked. Yeah. Other than the ending, which is my complaint, because it wasn't just a bunch of chase scenes. Because every, every Jurassic Park after this... Um, got fell into the it's a everything is a chase scene so it leads from a chase scene and then we lead to another chase scene and then we lead to another chase scene and and yeah. a couple like paul said non-sequential characters die along the way but then the the characters we like escape and get away but even and, there's a huge difference between if we compare it to this and jurassic world where you've got basically smart people book smart people who are in a sense kind of nerds that are on a, a an action adventure Whereas Jurassic World, we fast forward and now we've got the action hero cliche in Chris Pratt and the damsel in distress being dragged along in her high heels. It's like yeah. this movie, like Jurassic World was a huge step back, I think. Yeah. Whereas you could argue in a sense, and I'm not trying to sound like a snowflake here, that Jurassic Park was considerably more progressive than the movie that came after it 25 years later. I agree. 100%. I agree 100%. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. No. And as a sidebar, it's... Kathleen Kennedy was also a producer on Jurassic Park. Again, let me just state, fantastic producer, fantastic producer, but you're absolute shit when it comes to running Star Wars. Sorry. <laughs> I just had to fucking get that in there again. So, I mean, there definitely were, were good scenes. I do like um, that the T-Rex was kind of, you know, has its moment, but then is kind of... I don't like the scene where it is the savior, but it's kind of like the Godzilla coming to save the human race and that they set the raptors up as the as the bad dinosaurs. Like that kind of kept them from showing too much T-Rex uh, and kept that in check. And then... Um, that was the other thing too, is they they use the dinosaurs minimally. Yes. So you aren't seeing dinosaurs for like an hour and yeah. getting sick of seeing dinosaurs. Like if the, if the raptors killed Newman and then the raptors killed everybody, uh, everybody else, I guess the raptors do kill most of the other people, <laughs> but the fact that they had some other dinosaurs along the way um, <clears throat> kind of kept that palatable. And then not too much T-Rex, which was definitely meant to be the star of the show. You get to see it once when it's introduced, which is crazy. The next scene it comes in is when it's chasing them in the Jeep, which is a really, really tense scene. The next time you see it, it's just randomly eating um, dinosaurs just as they're running across the field. It's everything. like, here's some more food for me. <laughs> uh, and then finally you're seeing it um, come save the day at the end. Oh, so. Sam Neill. So the scene where the kids and him were hiding behind the log and the T-Rex runs and starts eating it. I always found it very strange, his dialogue there, because he's like so into it. He's like, look at, look at yeah. how it eats, guys. Look at it. And the kids are <laughs> terrified. You'll never look at birds again. Yeah. Same way. It yeah. was so creepy. I don't know what, what direction he was given as to be a creepy, some kind of creepy sociopath <laughs> in that scene. It was so strange. And the children are terrified, and he completely ignores the fact. That's true. And then Tim's like super into it too. He's like, there's so much blood. <laughs> it was fucking weird. That's a weird scene. Yeah, it is bit. actually. I never thought of it. But that scene doesn't point. need to be in that movie at all. Yeah. I was reading that the Brachiosaurus uh, 
shouldn't even exist outside of water. It was so big and massive that it ha basically had to stay in water its whole life because it, it couldn't support its own weight. Oh, yeah, interesting. Never mind being up on two legs like that. Really? Oh, there's an apple at the top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it just reaches up. Yeah. Like, I still had fun watching. There's still moments in this movie that are really fun. Yeah. The, the Tyrannosaurus Rex stuff is really fun. That's all good. And it's tense when they first run into it. Um, some of the raptor stuff, while the raptors are really smart, those chase scenes are, are tense and, and like you, you get how vicious they are. And this movie weirdly goes from like kind of a fascinating drama to a bit of a horror movie by the end with the lopped off arm. And I yeah. distinctly remember when uh, I went to see this in the theater, um, a lady had brought her kids because it's like dinosaur movie and my kid loves dinosaurs. And then as soon as it ate the lawyer off the toilet pretty viciously uh she was like up and out of there and i'm like that was pretty intense for for this kind of movie yeah like when she's when the arm goes on to her and and she finds that it's a severed arm and then she's like limping with the flashlight and the camera angle chasing from behind her was like something from like the shining yeah i was like when did this become a horror movie so there's some inconsistency and maybe it's intentional but i, I, I can't say it doesn't work because like it it's like definitely tense like there's dinosaurs chasing people and trying to kill them so so um, question yeah. is then does it hold up <laughs> this is really tough for me because uh i loved this movie and i think we that i mean we just had a 40 minute conversation on poking a lot of holes in this and i think of any jurassic park movie that exists now because there's what five um, this is easily the best. Absolutely. Easily the best. Directing, like the production value. Um, I mean, some of the CGI now is questionable, but at the time it was through the, the roof. The screenplay is what makes it the best. The too. actors and the acting, even the kids like do a great job with this. Um, and, and there are just some parts that kind of stood out to me. Um, I don't, I don't think I like it more than I used to. And some parts of this are not good. I'm going to force your hand here. I'm oh, going to make you say it. Jesus. Does it hold up? Yes or no? <clears throat> no. Wow. Okay. No. Wow. I'm sorry. I, really? I really want to love it, but there's... Colin? Yeah. You know what? The The reason it's the best is because of David Co-op's script. That guy, like, this is by far the best writing for a Jurassic Park movie. The other ones are all dumb. But does that make it hold up? No. It, I, I, yeah, God, it doesn't hold up. Really? Now, it's... It, time has not done this movie a lot of favors wow. and that to me that's the judge of it is does time make this movie yeah um not very good anymore and i think time did do that to this movie unfortunately i cannot fucking believe that i am going to be the lone fucking you're kidding savior of this the movie first time ever this is happening absolutely fucking <laughs> this up. is the oh, really absolutely i think all the scenes uh are suspenseful and like i'm scared to this day uh, even though I know the outcome, like you said, the T-Rex scene where the, it's attacking the kids is masterful. And Absolutely. I think, I think you should you should study that in film school, some yeah. of the scenes in that movie. 100%. The special disagree. effects, I think, for the most part, hold up. Yeah, there's a few shitty things, but I mean, it's still better than most of the Star Wars prequels. Um, yeah, absolutely holds up. And I had fun making fun of it, but uh, I'm going to put it as a definite win. Mm. Really? First yeah. time ever... Yeah. Oh, you know what? It's so it's really tough is, for me. It's appropriate it, because um, 
um, we're, we're the ones that disagree, and the only one who likes it is the blood-sucking review guy over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? What uh, Paul's like got me thinking. I don't know. It, it is just I think no? back to how I felt about it when I first saw it, and it was like one of the best movies I had ever seen. Yeah. And this time when I went through it, I I agree. All those scenes, all the acting, everything I said earlier about how good it is, but just something about it. The luck at the end, the, the lack of believability of parts of it. And yes, we're talking about dinosaurs being alive again, but that just, that took it, it took me out of it. And, and maybe it's because I've seen this movie so much and maybe it was because I was being overly critical. Um, but I just, I don't think it, it holds up yeah, anymore. It's tough. It's really tough. It's borderline. I w once again, I, I like to preface like with movies we've done before, do not watch this movie. Not, not this one, but like, so dark Knight. I said, do not watch it. It's a waste of your time. 100% watch Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park's a great movie to sit down and watch on a, on a Friday night. But does it hold up? I still say no. Yeah. Wow, say no. I'm surprised. I, I would say it's it holds up better than most movies that are released today. And That's I don't disagree true. with that. That's true. But I, just don't, I still don't think at the end of the but day. But it's even, not as high. I, I don't say, hold it in as high regard as I used to. No, I neither do I. Yeah. But for the type of movie, a basically a, a could a could have been a brainless popcorn movie. I still think it's fantastic. Hmm. And despite all its horrible, stupid, dumb flaws, and there's lots of them, I think overall it holds up. Because no I feel like the only thing that salvages this movie a little bit is the philosophy and the and the the dialogue behind the behind what they're doing and the Ian e. Malcolm character. Yeah. So, but I also feel like that's not enough to save it. Yeah. All right. I agree. Cool. So there's our review, everybody. We spared no expense. Pulling no punches. That's it for us today. Everybody enjoy the crap out of your days. And um, if you happen to see uh, dinosaurs, um, run or don't run, Paul. Hold your butts. Hold your butts. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. See ya, everybody. See ya. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM. We're also on YouTube, and our channel is Hold Up, which is two words. And finally, another shout-out to one of our Instagram friends, The Hellmouths. With names like Chip Vicious and Bloody Summers, you might think they have a snuff film podcast, but really, they have a new podcast coming out, and it's all about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Find their Instagram profile at The Hellmouths, all one word, and get fucking ready for their podcast. Good luck. <laughs>